I am wearing so many pair of cotton drawers, my thighs don't know each other anymore. I'm warm, warm do you hear, warm! <laughs> All right, Bob. Put your underwear where your mouth is. Sergeant, I would be very surprised if you never even had a wife, let alone a stiff one. You don't think this takes guts? Walking around all night in this little thin cocktail dress? I don't even have a first stole. I have to wear this cheap cloth thing to keep from freezing. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. I'm Kenny, and joining me in the swamp today are my good buds, Al. Greetings, programs. And meds. Gentlemen. Today, we're going to be discussing the Long John Flap. It's from Season 1, Episode 19. It's directed by William Wyard. It's written by Alan Alda. And the production code is J319, and it originally aired on February 18th, 1973. You know, I am sick of going through command. Look, let's send the letter straight to court. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, commanding officer. Commanding officer. Quarter of Master Corps. Quarter of Master Corps. Uh, sir. Sir, soul. Soul, sir. Soul, sir. Soul, sir. Soul, sir. Okay. Uh, I uh, gratefully acknowledge the receipt of your latest shipment of supplies to our unit. The mosquito netting and the summer underwear were very much appreciated. Uh While the plot summary for this one, uh, in the middle of a cold snap, Hawkeye receives a pair of long johns from home. Now, Hawkeye gives them to an ill trapper out of sympathy, and trapper loses them to Vadar in a poker game. The Long Johns proceed to pass through the hands of almost everyone in the camp. And Radar gives them to the cook in exchange for a whole lamb roast with mint jelly. And the cook bribes Frank with them to avoid being demoted because of the unsanitary conditions of the kitchen. Now, Frank gives the Long Johns to an intimidating Margaret as a sign of devotion to her before Klinger steals the Long Johns from Margaret's tent. Now, a remorseful Klinger then gives the Long Johns to Father Mulcahy, who in turn gives them to Henry, but not until after he spends the night wearing them. Henry claims he will return the Long Johns to their rightful owner, but gets caught putting them on by Hawkeye and Trapper. Henry rebuffs Hawkeye's demands that the Long Johns be returned, but later gives them back to Hawkeye in gratitude for saving his life via an appendectomy. That's like the entire story right there. I mean, they don't even need to watch the episode. Right. That's the end of that one. (laughs) That's it. We're done. So, Meds, what what was that surgery? A what? (laughs) <laughs> an appendectomy. <laughs> Was that like otherwise known as just an appendicitis? <laughs> in the cool, cool, cool the evening, when the singing fills the air, in the shake of the night, when the doobies are right, you can tell them I'll be there. You can tell them I'll be there. Well, we had a, a few guest stars on this episode. Uh, we had Jamie Farr reprising his role as Corporal Maxwell Q. Klinger. Now, what do you think the Q stands for? I don't think we're ever told what that Q stands for. Mm, I don't think for. so. Probably Quincy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> we also have William Christopher back as Father Francis Mulcahy. Kathleen King turns up as Nurse Bedos. And uh, Kathleen also starred in Days of Our Lives and was also the model in the Giorgio perfume posters. 
Interesting. And uh, Joseph V. Perry plays the cook. Now, Joseph also starred in Kojak, Quincy, of course, uh, Barney Miller, and I remember him (laughs) in Barney Miller, uh, MacGyver, and Alf. And his last role was in the very popular uh, sitcom Everybody Loves Raymond. Hey, uh, look what the giant rodent has on his body. Separating pustules if there's any justice. Where did you get those long johns? Wouldn't you like to know? Those are mine, you hermaphroditic weasel! Possession is nine-tenths of the law, Pierce. And I'm sleeping with a loaded baseball bat under my pillow, so don't try anything. If I didn't think it would warm you up, Frank, I'd come over there and beat you to a pulp. All right, let's go ahead and talk about this episode. Why don't you start us off, Meds? Uh, okay, well, I mean, this is uh, Alder's first, uh, I think it's his first uh, written episode for MASH. And what I like about it is the fact that uh, Hawkeye does come across as as quite a bit of an arse in this episode. Um, not too sure why, but it, and it's unusual because Beansell and Alder's wrote it. You'd think he'd uh, uh, almost big his character up, but he doesn't. And I think that's, that shows a, a great use of Alder's writing uh, more than anything. I, I really like this episode. I think it's... It's very much a farce. It's very much something you could imagine being uh, on stage. Um, easily enough, you know. But I, I think it's great. I think it's just a nice, nice, cool little episode. I like, I like as well that they do look cold. You know, there's some really good cold acting going on in this episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's in happy, yeah. he's under studio lights and also, uh, you know, out in out in the uh, in on location. But no, I, I really do quite like this episode. I think it's just a nice, fun, farcical episode. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Al? Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think it's a fun episode. It's not one of the more cerebral episodes, but I don't think it was intended to be that way. Um, you know, and, and I've seen this episode quite a few times. So uh, when I rewatched it uh, for our podcast, I got to watch it a little closer than uh, than probably most people would. <laughs> and um, you know, some of the things that I, I didn't quite get was with was radar. First of all, uh, when they were playing cards. If I have three cards and they're all red, is that three of a kind? Is that a question for a grown man to ask? Okay, I bet 20 bucks. 20 bucks? Like taking candy from a baby. I fold. You? Fold this one. Well, I'm in. Trouble is, I don't have 20 actual dollars. And the mummy here beat me for 170 bucks tonight. How are you going to bet? Um, could I, uh, could I interest you in, uh... You got long underwear? Now, it's, it just doesn't, I don't know, it just, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because throughout the first season they kept going back and forth with Radar's character. You know, is he, uh, is he a player? Is he not a player? Is he a card shark? Is he not a card shark? And, uh, this was one of those episodes where he didn't, it seemed like he didn't quite understand the game of poker very well. And not quite sure why, you know, I just, uh, I don't know. It, it just, it just, after you watch it a few times, it kind of, uh, you know, it, it's kind of aggravating. Uh, but I know that they were fleshing out the characters and, and they shot them out of order uh, and that kind of stuff. Um, still, you know, that doesn't, they don't get excuses for that. I mean, they should still be keeping continuity, but this is the first season. And, you know, like you said, they are still trying to establish the characters. Right. 
Um, and, and I love one of the things that that is keeping to the to the radar character, at least later on in the in the series, was how radar gave up the um, the long johns for for food. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, he gave up the girl. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. He gave, he gave up food. a he gave yeah. up a sure thing with a girl for food. <laughs> now that's the radar that we all know and love. Look in here. Wow, is that a whole one? A complete leg of lamb. To take your whole weekend to eat it. Yeah. In exchange for those. Does that include the mint jelly? You got it. Something came up. I can't make it tonight. That did look like a mighty fine piece of lamb, well, chunk of lamb. I mean, <laughs> that, was, that was a huge piece of lamb. Oh, man. I mean, I, I do love lamb. There's no question about it. And that, that would, uh, you know, I'd have to think, I'd have to say to my wife, well, I'm sorry, love, but uh, look at this <laughs> lamb. You know, it's priorities. <laughs> oh, man. So oh, I feel so bad for your wife. <laughs> but then again, I always feel bad for your wife. So. <laughs> oh. Uh, and one of the things that I loved, was uh, was with Frank when uh, he confronts Klinger. Um, uh, you know, they're outside, they're freezing, and they're having the, the discussion about the Long Johns. And it almost seems like w- without even batting an eye, uh, you know, Frank tells Klinger... The next time we meet, I want to see a shine on those high heels. You know, I mean, it's, it's just... Oh, I like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love that. It, 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 I think it helps establish the Klinger character that, you know, that he's part of the camp dressed that way yeah, yeah. and he's, yeah. he's 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 definitely back in the Klinger role that we we get to know and love as, as we discussed uh, a couple of episodes ago that when Klinger we first see him he's quite an angry person and oh yeah he's, you know he's he's quite violent as well and, mm-hmm. and here we see him almost to the Klinger that we get to know and I notice there's a there's a thing on here which it's not really a behind the scenes thing so we can say but when he when he talks to Father Mulcahy here about his confession he walks off and if you notice, and you can see, because he's wearing that pink jumper, if you look, you can still see him standing there, because obviously there's nowhere for him to go, so he's like, doopy doo. <laughs> yeah, okay, my eyes are closed, so I'm gone. You can't see me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, some of the things I didn't quite understand was when um, when Hot Lips got the, uh, the Long Johns from Frank, uh, why didn't she put them on right away? Why did Thank she you. hang them in the corner? Yep. Yeah, I, I have a note saying the exact oh. same thing. Why didn't Why didn't Margaret put the Long Johns on immediately? Because she was like freezing the most. Right, right. So I thought, well, you know, <laughs> duh. <laughs> and, uh, and my, yeah, yeah, really, she deserved it. She deserved it. And my final, my final nitpick about this episode was, uh, it's obviously extremely cold. I mean, uh, you, you can tell the temperature by a lot of the nurses. Um, <clears throat> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So, why wasn't anybody? I mean, anybody who spent any time in cold weather, you know, when you breathe, there's a certain amount of steam that escapes your mouth and your nose. Not one little bit. I mean, well, I know back yeah. then it I was mean, hard to do, but yeah, yeah. This, you know, I'm sure technically it was. Let's say it made the studio extremely cold, which you know, with all the lights, I don't know if that's possible. Probably not. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's – I always notice that when they have their cold episodes that they're not, you know, blowing smog. Or right. Fog or <laughs> you can fogs. tell Kenny comes from California. 
<laughs> Condensation. There you Condensation. go. There you go. Smog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and one more thing, one more thing. I love how Henry says abdomen. You don't have to feel my abdomen. I'm fine. <laughs> abdomen. Abdomen. It's, yeah, abdomen. It sounds like a superhero. I'm abdomen. Abdomen. <laughs> Well, you guys pretty much covered all my notes. Thank you very much. Um, I well, actually, thanks I for enjoy- tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to hear my thoughts on this episode. Um, I, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was like like Al said, it wasn't very complicated. It was just – it was basically – and it was just an A story except for the very end where you had Henry's uh, appendicitis. You know, It was pretty much just the Long John story, going from person to person to person, really. Um, which I like. I did notice that Trapper mentions he had kids, and I don't know if we ever knew that Trapper had kids. I'll give you $50 and a picture of my children. I know we knew he was married. No. Oh, no, I'm, th- I'm getting confused with uh, with BJ. Uh, but, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think we've ever heard that Trapper had kids. No, because he mentions his kids. But I was like, wow, I, didn't, I, don't rem- I honestly don't remember ever hearing that he had kids. Cause I don't think he ever talks about them in any other episodes. No. You know, so I, I found that interesting. Um, I made a point of also Radar giving up the girl for, you know, he seems, I, he's still, I don't think they quite have his character down. Like Al said, you know, he is he a ladies man or is he not? Because I never, in pre, like seasons two and on, he's nothing like a ladies man. I mean, he, he tries, but he's just bumbling this young kid. But then here he seems to be, you know, hooking up with a lady I mean, he has long johns to offer her, but still, you know. But then again, the the radar does come out when he gives her gives her up for that food, right? Yeah, but so. isn't it isn't it ironic though that when you think about it, radar, Gary Berghoff and radar have been in Mash since the movie that 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 the longest running character. Yeah. You know, so you think they would have even Gary Berghoff would have turned around and said, "Look, I've played this character in the film. I've played him. You know, I should I know what this guy would do." But yeah, you know, they don't they seem to. But no, yeah. yeah. But overall, it was a fun, fun episode. It's one I can watch over and over. It's one of those ones you just put on in the background and kind of just, you know, catch it here and there. It's kind of funny. So, yeah, very, very enjoyable. I think it's funny that everybody wore those same long johns and they fit everybody the same. Yeah, not to you mention know. the funk factor. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're going to have to bathe. <laughs> well, they were wearing them over clothes, too. So it's not like they were wearing them on their bare skin. Well, I don't think Frank was. I think Frank had it on his bare skin. Oh, you know, that's probably right. Yeah, because he had to open up all his, his, his jacket and his shirt to show it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Still a fun episode. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Hold it, fella. Mickey Mouse has warts. Never mind the small talk. This is a stick-up. I'm not making small talk. That's the password. And you can't hold me up. I'm a major. Sure I can. I'm crazy. Ask anybody. Crazy Clinger. He wears a dress. Take off your clothes. Take off my clothes? Now look, Clinger. I know you're trying to get sent home as a nut, but wearing dresses is bad enough. Don't get repulsive. I want your long johns. Strip. I don't happen to have them anymore. And you're going to be sent to the stockade for this. Okay, it's time for some behind the scenes. Let's go ahead. I'll start off with, uh, this was the first of many episodes of MASH to be written by the series star Alan Alden, which we just mentioned previously. So this is his first episode that he wrote. Yeah. I didn't didn't realize he I'm sorry. I didn't realize he started in season one. I thought he didn't start writing until later in the seasons. 
Yeah, same here. I, I was actually quite surprised when I saw his name come up at the beginning titles, and I thought, mm, blimey, yeah, because I, I had the impression that it was or more in the, the the time when BJ and Winchester yeah. came in. That yeah, same with me. Yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. you guys, I knew all along. Okay, I'm kidding. I didn't know any. <laughs> uh, now, the title of this episode refers to the drop seat in a pair of long johns. Better known as the Bombay door. <laughs> <laughs> Carpet bomb. Um, <laughs> now, this is the first episode in which a more fully developed character for Henry emerges. Uh, he's not quite as clueless as he is in earlier episodes, uh, actually explaining to Radar the intricacies of military bureaucracy. Now, my question is, how does Henry know about that? <laughs> well, didn't he, didn't, he, didn't he go to command school? Well, you never, Well, he probably would have had to, yeah. Mm. To, to become a colonel? I thought he mentions it in previous, you know, they, they only taught him this in command school, or they only taught him that in command school. So... I'm sure, you know, like I said, he's not the bumbling idiot. Uh, next up, we have Hawkeye implies that Henry's posture reminds him of Groucho Marx when he says that he loved Henry in Duck Soup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of references to the Marx Brothers in, uh, in MASH, especially yeah. the early episodes. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for our behind the scenes. Somebody ran off with my underwear. Well, I hope that teaches you something about blind dates, Margaret. They were stolen from my clothesline. They were very valuable double-weave woolen lawn Your guns. underwear? Now they're your underwear? You wouldn't even have seen them if Trapper hadn't been coughing up his lungs. That febrile idiot didn't hold four tens against our throats and get an adolescent crush on a leg of lamb. Your underwear? Once you got them, you couldn't even keep your hands on them. God knows where they are now. We're going to move on to trivia. (laughs) (laughs) So I couldn't remember what characters we stopped at. So this is like a general character question and answer thing. Uh, Meds, this one's for you. What What was Trapper's full name? His first, middle, and last name? Uh, Oh, it's the middle name. That's I've got... Oh, is it John Xavier McIntyre? That's very close. You're missing... <sighs> an, there's a fourth name in there. It's John Francis Xavier oh, McIntyre. I knew yeah. it was Francis, but I thought there was only the one there. Yeah, yeah. Half a point. You've got to give me at least, oh, at least a half a point. I, I wouldn't have gotten any of it. So I, I didn't even know his first name. <laughs> oh, so. Trapper John. Oh, <laughs> Trapper John. Oh, that's true. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You call yourself a MASH fan, I know. Oh. I'll give my card up here. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Oh, here we Yeah. Speaking of Trapper's kids. Oh, great. Uh, this is for you, yeah. yeah. What, what were the names of Trapper's wife and daughters? John Francis Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you remember his wife's name? His wife's name... No, I, I, I am at a complete loss. Okay, it's uh, Luis. Luis? Oh, Lu- Louise. Oh, Louise. Louise, that's right, Louise, okay. But Louise, but Louise is, uh, is uh, Blake's wife's name, isn't it? No, that was Mildred again. Until yeah, later Mildred. But later in the episode, it changes. To Lorraine yeah. is his. Oh, Lorraine, yeah. that's Lorraine. right, Lorraine. 
Uh, and then his daughter's names are Kathy and Becky. Yes. So, yeah. I had no well, idea. Well, how would we know? Because up to this point, we've never heard of him. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's true. That's true. But. So I should get a handicap for this question. I don't think no, so. No, you shouldn't. No, no. No points for you. Yeah, no not for you. <laughs> Loser. Here's one, here's one for me. Uh, where was Nurse Kelly from? And the only thing I can think of is she from Hawaii. Studio B. Honolulu. Oh, she's from Honolulu. Yeah, yeah. Honolulu. So I, got, yeah. I, get a half, I get a half point for that. Honolulu is in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, just because yeah, yeah, you can Kenny, you can have that one because Al got none. <laughs> oh. All right, here's one for our listeners. What was Sparky's real name? John Francis Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we only hear it one time, so it'll be interesting if anyone can uh. get this. That's a hard one. Yeah. yeah. What is what was Sparky's real name? And go ahead and email your answers to mash four zero seven seven podcast at gmail dot com. Oh hi. Are we interrupting anything? I guess this looks pretty funny to you guys. Why are we laughing? We came to report the disappearance of a pair of long johns, which we own and which you are wearing. Oh yeah. Hey, can you identify them? I got a better idea. Why don't you identify them? Okay. Uh, without looking. Oh. Well, uh, they're long. And they're John's. That's them, all right. I guess they're his. Okay, Henry, let's have them. Come on. Wait a minute. If you think I'm handing these over to you guys without checking this out, look, I'm uh, planning on conducting a very thorough investigation. I mean, it might take a couple of months. Come on, Henry. We want them. You're talking to two very cold, very crazed people. Now, look, you, you, you both can't wear them at the same time. We're going to have a contest. Whoever throws you the farthest gets to keep them. All right, you guys can find MASH 4077 Podcast all over the Internet. You can first go to Facebook and like us. You can go to www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 Podcast. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter, and you can find us at MASH 4077 Podcast. I just love the way he says Twitter, don't you? Oh. <laughs> and we have quite an awesome website out there. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. We also have a blog. You can go to our blog and read up on show notes or really anything. Anything we anything MASH related we try to post up there. You can go to www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And we have an email, so please do send us emails about anything you want, preferably match-related or anything about Al. And uh, you can send us letters. <laughs> you can send us your scribes to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And believe it or not, we have a lot of great merchandise that you can purchase for the podcast as well. In fact, my wife and my puppy have MASH 4077 t-shirts, and you too could be the proud owner of one. You can find that store at www.zazzle.com forward slash MASH 4077 podcast. And if you want, we take special requests so we can remove meds from the picture. <laughs> my, my wife's already done that to my t-shirt. <laughs> Right, so, of course, we always like feedback, and uh, one of our best places for you to send uh, feedback is iTunes. Send us loads of reviews, and obviously just go to iTunes, uh, type in MASH 4077 Podcast, you'll find us, and leave us a review. And give us a five stars, that's really nice. That would be nice, yes. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. Hey! Not too bad. 
I think we all liked it. Yep, I loved it. Cool. I think we lost Al. Nope, he's he here. He fell asleep. Oh, he's, oh. <laughs> he's just being quiet for once. Wow. All I'm, right. I'm still swooning over Med Singh Twitter. <laughs> it's, it's either that or a corn dog just walked past his window. Mm, corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So on that note, this is Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm Al. We'll be seeing ya. Colonel Blake wants to thank you for saving his life, Hawkeye. Oh, shucks, weren't nothing. Yeah, well, anyway, he wants uh, you to have this token of his undying gratitude. I hope that's a discharge. Oh, no. It's these. Oh. <sighs> oh, no. Forget it. How about... <coughs> no, no. Uh, forget it. No, sir. No, sir. Hi, I'm Al. And I'm Joyce. And, and we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the place so much, we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House... We'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known and often overlooked gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks that we've uncovered over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. Check out Tales from the Mouse House. In iTunes. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programs and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean. So just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com.
And Kathleen King turns up as Nurse Badios Kathleen. Uh, ah, I said that wrong, sorry. <laughs> Just like hey, first blooper. <laughs> All right, we have some behind-the-scenes information. Oh, wait, no, we don't do that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Where's my notes? Jazz Hands with Zazzle. The MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative, work 3.0 United States license, all rights reserved.